This week, we're going to talk about Aaron's favorite holiday. Well, actually, I don't even know if it's his favorite holiday or not. I don't care if it is or not. We're going to talk about Halloween and the history of it and why understanding the history of it is important, especially if you proclaim to be Christian and if you're for or against Halloween. We'll talk about that in a little bit more this week on Use Your Words. Uh, this episode was recorded on 10 15 2022. I don't even know what Super Bowl we're on right now. Neither do I, but at least I know <laughs> about Thanksgiving football. You would have been freaking. What? How old would I have been? Come on. Been, I want to hear it. Th- I want to hear it. You would have been a baby. 87. How old would I have been? Stop. You put me on the spot. I don't like being put on the spot. It makes me uncomfortable. Wait, I need to figure out how old I am right now. Yeah, you're only like four years old. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you got it. Oh, really? <laughs> to this day, I am surprised when Aaron does math correctly. Yeah. I am surprised when other people do math correctly as well. But when Aaron does math, I want to be like celebration time yes yes a little golf clap for aaron congratulations we i did it you you did it congratulations it is every i guess you could say basic don't take this the wrong way basic white girl's favorite time of year (laughs) halloween halloween once fall well fall and halloween pumpkin spice time where you have sexy everything and what, what was the, there used to be the meme where it was like, all the girls look like, um, Han Solo. Han Solo. Yep. Because they're <laughs> all wearing the Uggs the and, and the, the vest. The vest. <laughs> yep. I think I, I was the one who sent you a picture of that at one point. It's like, oh, it's, it's Han Solo season, <laughs> not pumpkin spice season, Han Solo Han season. Solo. But it's also Halloween where, like I said, it's. Scary everything, spooky everything, bloody everything, yeah. sexy everything. Doesn't matter what it is. It's like, why do you have to do that and manipulate all the costumes? Why can't someone just be an angel or a nurse? Nope, it has to be. It's got to be one of those. It's got to be. A, it's got to be an eye grabber. That's for sure. Well, an eye grabber on so, so many levels there. Uh-huh. But we're continuing on our conversation about understanding and knowing and why it's important and everything. Because and, and Halloween is one of those, I guess you could say, uh, holidays that's a little more divisive within the church than other holidays. Oh, you know, for sure. There's hardly anyone within the Christian church community that is divisive about Christmas. Christmas is like this high holy season it seems like yeah. it's like well, oh it's all about the birth of christ yo yes yes but halloween is about the devil really it is huh all about him <laughs> <laughs> hmm interesting that's why it's bad uh, let me ask you this question no what are the origins of halloween spirits spirits okay yeah. Can you be more elaborate right. by that? So the only thing I can think of, because I know I've been told that, well, I guess the origins of Halloween many times, and I always seem to forget and have to re-ask this question. Okay. But I thought it had to do with it being the one time of year where you could, I guess, 
gain access to spirits or set spirits free or something like that. I, I don't know. Okay. So a lot. So. Or that they came to, to visit. Yes. Or, yes. All right. So that's the only part you know about really. Yep. That's about it. Oh, okay. then there's witches and stuff. And oh man, we're going to have fun with this one here. So I pulled some data up from like history.com in that. So yeah. okay. why are you saying ugh? history? This well, is going to be so much fun. We need to know where it started <laughs> at to know these things, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So there, I'm going to say this in advance. There is some, whatchamacallit, um, disagreement. We'll, we'll put it that way. If this is fully correct in this, what I mean by that is there is some alternate theories about how some of this started, but for the most part, most people agree this is kind of the history of Halloween. And regardless of if there's a couple other things in there or not, the principles still stay the same. Okay. Now we're going to go through this. I'm going to ask you a question at the end. Oh, no. Okay. The question is... Oh, I get to know now? Yeah, I'm going to tell you the question in advance. Oh, I get to think about it. Yeah, look at that. Knowing what you know about Halloween. Okay. Well, first off, before we even get to questions, Mm -hmm. I'm making an assumption here, because I know you, that you're not one of those Christians that's like, oh, Halloween is evil, can't celebrate it at all. Bye-bye Halloween, cancel Halloween. No. Okay, that's Mm -hmm. that's why I figured... But I yep. want to confirm with that, right? Correct. Yep. You're good. Yep. 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 Now, I'm going to ask you to pretend here. Mm. Okay. Pretend you're a Christian that's like that. Okay. It <laughs> goes, yeah. well, because of the satanic origins of the Halloween or mm, the pagan okay. origins of Halloween, you know, after this, are you still that mindset? Would you still be in that mindset? The second question, I'm not going to tell you in advance Aww. because okay. you'll see why. Okay. Hopefully I will. Okay. So Halloween, let's go back. Way back when. Yep. About 2,000 years ago or so. Oh, hot dang. Okay. That long uh, ago. So you know who the Celts are, right? The who what? Celts. Celtic celebrations. Celts. Celtic festivals. Ish. All right. What do you know about them? I don't know. They have cool outfits. <laughs> they have cool outfits. <laughs> wow. I they're, they're a basketball team. <laughs> Wait, no, they're not. No, that's this is the Celtics. Are they even the Celtics? Is that even I don't know, dude? I don't know. They're the Celtics, yeah, not the Celtics. The Boston Celtics, that's right. Not the Celtics. Yeah, not Celtics. Different, different. Wow. Okay. So the Celt, the Celtic people, right? Mm-hmm. They were a collection of Euro- Indo-European people. Yep. A bunch of people around Europe area. European. Family. Okay. So, anyways, in ancient Celtic tradition, they had a festival of Sowin. So, oh, I've heard that before. Sowin. Sowin. All right. So, what's Sowin? I don't know, but I've heard it. <laughs> That's <Okay>. all. <laughs> all right. All things are the things that I've heard. I don't know. Okay. So this festival is very popular in the area that we now know as the United Kingdom, Ireland, okay. France, 
and they celebrated their new year on November 1st. Their new year on November 1st. Okay. Okay. So keep that in mind. Their new year was November 1st. Okay. Why was that important? Well, that day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time that they often associated in their traditions and their culture with death. Hold up. They have summer. They consider their summer until November. Yeah, that's what they considered their summer. You know, that was the end of summer and harvest. Uh huh. Why? Why are you? What? What? What's going on in your head? <laughs> so as we're starting to talk about Halloween and about to talk about all these spirits and scary stuff, um, in my basement here, across. I guess you'd say the hall into the far room. Mm-hmm. One of the lights, it's off, but it's it's been, I've noticed all of a sudden drastically flashing on and off and like fading in and out. You're being visited. <laughs> <laughs> spooky. This is extra scary now. Okay, if you want to feel even so- spooky at your place, go ahead and light a candle and turn off all the lights. Yeah. And then hopefully... I don't know what that's going to do for you, but go ahead and do it. If you so choose, I'm not going to stop you. And if your lights start acting up sporadically, then you really get the vibe of what's going on over here. Okay. So let's go back to what's going on here. So I was like, I was like, what's going on? So yeah. So they go from summer into the dead of winter. So so November 1st starts the winter. winter. Starts the time of death. Starts the time of cold, right? No bueno. They believed that on the night before New Year, so New Year's Eve, uh-huh. October 31st. Correct. Which, Halloween. When we do Halloween, mm-hmm. they believed that the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead were the weakest. Opened. Or, okay, yes. So you could like cross in between. Right. No, you couldn't you, cross. The spirits the, could. They can. And you yeah. can con or like be, interact with them. In, in a way, so so when the, the so when who they were this celebration right it, during this time would come to Earth and collect the spirits of the the people who had died over the past year. Oh, okay, okay. So in their religious uh, practice and tradition, the people who like let's say you died on your birthday in May, my Ho- horrible my, birthday. Yeah, right. My soul or spirit when be able to leave until the new year right okay and then that would happen and then hey look now it's the new it's a new year's eve you are now able to cross over to into go the spirit realm into the yes into the spirit realm okay yeah they also believed that during this time uh ghosts of the dead could also return to earth as well so you had kind of a two-prong approach with this mm-hmm. so it was kind of interesting how that goes which is Entertaining if you look at other cultures around the world. Hmm. Uh, in Mexico, you have uh, Dia, Dia, the, de, Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. Uh-huh. Do you know what that is? We did a thing about that in like seventh grade. We talked about that for a day. But that was about it. Not oh, not a whole day, but we talked about that on a day. It's not a similar thing to Halloween? Mm, it's kind of similar. So... Because everybody dresses up in, like, I guess, death-looking or, like, 
I don't know, like a lot of skulls, skeleton stuff. Yeah, so, so Dia de los Muertos uh-huh. in Mexican culture and tradition. And and to be honest and fair here, it's kind of merged in with the Catholic Church a lot in uh, down in Mexico. So what happens is they believe on that day that the dead relatives are able to come back and enjoy a feast with their family. So what you'll do is if you have a family altar or a family crypt or a tombstone of a family member, you'll prepare a feast and set it out for your dead family members to come back to earth and feast on like overnight. And that's the, the Catholic church is on board with that. So it's very mixed in. So what will happen is down in Mexico, what they'll do is during the day of the Dia de los Muertos, uh-huh. the Catholic church bells will ring to signify when the child, dead children are coming back. When and, the dead children? You know, that's when they believe like the dead children are coming back from the dead to come feast with the family. And then they'll ring again to signify the dead adults are coming back. It, it, it's weird. How? Yeah. That's very, I, I'm surprised the Catholic church is mixed in with that. You know, the Catholic Church has gotten mixed in with a lot of things over the years, let's be honest. Yeah. But, man, that just surprises me because, like, where where would they be able to believe or support any belief that that can happen? Nowhere. Right. So you have that. And then even, like, in public schools and that, mm-hmm. in, the, in the Mexico area, they'll have, like, little altars where people can bring in food to put food on there for their family members and that. It, it's... Very much a very paganistic, ritualistic thing. I was reading one person who said it's uh, Dia de los Muertos is a mix of Christianity and Aztec uh, cultures and religions blended into this Dia de los Muertos celebration. So I was like, oh, that is interesting. I need to read up some more on this Aztec tradition. Mm. I, I haven't had a chance to do that, mm. but that is one of their claims about that. Now, whether that's true or not, I need to read up and do some research on it, but that was the claim at least. Interesting. I was okay. like, interesting. But you see that, right? You, you know, you have Diga de los Muertos. You have the <laughs> the very Celtic tradition over here. You have other cultures that have this idea of when it's getting to be dark that this is what you do to, you know, survive the winter or that it's the weakest time between the spirit world and the physical realm. You also have this idea of overwinter, and this is kind of where we get some of our Christmas stuff, Christmas traditions, I should say. Mm. Okay. And is they would used to do this thing where they would bring a evergreen tree into their house to preserve its life essence over winter. And then they would really, so, you know, what? so even some of our stuff like Christmas tree stuff has some of this paganistic ritualistic origins from way back in the day. I guess, you know, I always wonder, like, what's the big deal about having a Christmas tree? Yeah, they they call it, they call it sympathetic magic is what they called it. Yeah, it, it was, it's, it's interesting when you start reading some of these things, right? So yeah. that, that brings to mind, you know, before I even get all the way through this, it brings to mind a question. And the question is this. And this is based on every, knowing everything else. Is knowing the origin of something and that something being bad, if you practice that thing today, is, does it, are you 
reinforcing what originally celebrated or are you celebrating it under a different context? In other words, Halloween, Christmas, let's go with the tree. Mm-hmm. Is using a tree bad, a uh, tree now bad because you're of where its origins are or is it completely separate now because we said, no, it's now used for this, even though it started out this. Think about that for a minute because mm. when that, because based on that answer, I have a question that might blow your mind later on. Oh, no. That, oh, no. That we use in the Christian religion that started off from a different religion. Right. I mean, gosh. I feel like just about nobody would even probably, well, especially nowadays, would even know about the origins of any of that. You just kind of grow up and you're like, oh, use a Christmas tree for Christmas? Okay, cool. Let's get a Christmas tree. Like you just do it willy-nilly, not even thinking about so any purpose or reason behind it. Right. Um, so you using a Christmas tree, does that celebrate... Or signify your participation in the ancient druidic sympathetic magics? I would say no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I guess unless, I wonder if if I ever, because I guess you could say, no, you just like to decorate, decorate the room different for this one little bit of time. Um, I mean, I've never had or seen anyone ask a about any of the origins of why you put a Christmas tree in your house or whatever, stuff like that. So I feel like if people actually did that or had said that's why they do it, I'd be like, oh, interesting. Okay, well, we don't have to do that, which I feel like as time has also gone on, people have are less and less likely now to do the whole Christmas tree thing. One, because people just don't want to put the effort into it, <laughs> which that's a whole different thing, I guess. But like, I even think for us, was it this last, was it this last year? I mean, granted it was the year of COVID and all that jazz, mm-hmm. but like, I don't really think we did anything for a Christmas tree or was that just, I don't know. So, could that just be a tradition that's dying off now also probably potentially but okay. well and i also think of this oh gosh i i think the newer generations are going to care less and less about some a lot of these traditions and stuff like that right just let them go like it's just dumb like why do this if it doesn't mean anything which fair <laughs> Okay. I, I was just curious about that because, you know, there there are people and that's what they argue against celebrating Halloween for because you're in support of the of those. Well, they don't necessarily know about all the Celtic traditions and all that, but they say, "Oh, it's a very tied to some satanic thing. You're celebrating the satanic origins and blah blah blah." Yeah. Well, but, it's not satanic. There, there are components where we could argue. It could be, we could argue about that, okay? Right. But the little kid in like the angel costume running up to you and going trick or treat, can I have some candy? Oh no! Well, yeah. What? Who? Oh, who was it? 
Oh, I was, uh, I won't get into any of that. Yeah. Um, but I had to do with like origins of stuff. And it was like, if you looked back to it for some of the stuff, and it wasn't Halloween or anything, it was like, it was really messed up. And now today it's just like some goofy little thing. <sighs> right. We talk about when, when you, if you look at the history of, oh, I thought, well, I thought one of them was Hanukkah. Like if you look back at what that was, it was actually very gruesome. And it's like just some little fun, like, oh, happy Hanukkah. It's like, no. If you look back at to the beginnings of Hanukkah and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. it was, ter- it was metal. Yeah. Very tough. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a happy, happy does not go with Hanukkah <laughs> in that right. regard. So, I mean, yeah, no, I, I don't think there would be an issue. I mean, okay. Yeah. I, was, I was just curious on that because. Because as we, you know, you're talking about Day of the Dead, right? And all this. And the Celtic tradition, and it's amazing to me personally how these two different cultures that don't really interact with one another about the same time came up with some of the same things. Maybe it is work from the devil. Ooh, I don't know. So other things that they would do during this celebration, right, is they would have this thing called the Dumb Supper. That's right. Dumb. D-U-M-B. Supper. So what happened here is food was consumed by the people celebrating, but only after they invited their ancestors to partake of the food, to join in on the festivity. And then this, they say, gave the families a chance to interact with the spirits until they left the following dinner. Or until they left following dinner, not the following dinner, but left following dinner so they could interact with the spirits during dinner over the festivities. During this time, children would would play games to entertain the dead while Mm. adults would fill in their ancestors on what has happened in the past year. So would the kids playing games be the whole thing of trick? Well, no, it couldn't have been trick-or-treating because then you'd be interrupting the parents. Yeah. Filling in the dead. Yeah, so it's just things that they would do, right? And then overnight, they would leave the doors and windows open uh, so that way the dead could come in and eat cake that had been left for them. Again, very close to Dia de los Muertos. The, all of this the, is. The, yeah. All of this. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. So you have all that going on. And during this time as well, because, they again, they thought this veil was very thin at this time between the spiritual world and that. Mm-hmm. The Druids and the Celtic priests... Uh, would try to make predictions about the future during this time because they believe they had that spiritual connection. But they would also build huge sacred bonfires. Mm. And then the people would gather, they'd burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the deities. You know, which, to be fair, every religion has that, where you have some sort of sacrifice to their deity of of choice, right? Mm -hmm. Now, during the celebration, the Celts wore costumes, typically consisting of animal heads and skins, and attempted to tell each other's fortunes. <laughs> okay. Now, here's the weird part. and it, This was an interesting part, interesting part when I came across this. When the celebration was over, they would... So, the, you know, the hearth fire. Do you know what a hearth fire is? No. It's like that central fire of the house, like the central no. fireplace. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, one second. I might have to pause it. Hearthfire. Yeah. Bonfire. Mm-hmm. You would relight your your hearth fire with the fire from that sacred from the bonfire. Uh, what happens if it went out on your way to later? Well, then you would go back and get another thing. Oh, okay. And, and, that, and that was done supposedly so because it was a sacred bonfire to help protect them during the coming winter, protect them from death and illness and sickness. That very sympathetic thing. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that is kind of interesting on how that all worked. And and that's just the very start of the history of it. It's like, huh, interesting. That's wild. So jump forward a few years, right? Okay. 43 AD, Roman Empire's around. Okay, sweet. You know, Rome has their kind of deities and their traditions and Mm -hmm. all that. With the Romans, they commemorated the passing of the dead in late October. Huh, sounds familiar, right? (laughs) The second day was a day to honor Pompona, the Roman goddess of fruits and trees. Hmm. The symbol of Pomona, that's Pomona, not Pompona. Pomona Hmm. is the apple, and incorporating that into the Sohim tradition, they say that's probably where we got the tradition of bobbing for apples. What the on Halloween? What the heck? Okay. <laughs> what? Yep. It gets even weirder as you move along down the timeline. Yeah. In 609 AD. Okay. Well, quite you know, some time. You know, quite some time. We have the Catholic Church and the Popes and all that going along. Pope. Boniface IV dedicated the Pantheon in Rome in honor of the Christian martyrs um, and the Catholic Feast of All Martyrs Day was created. All right? That was in May 13th that 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 fest was created. Pope Gregory III later expanded the festival to include all saints as well as all martyrs and moved the observance from May 13th to November 1st. That's why November 1st is called All Saints Day. Okay? What the heck? No, okay. no, no. We're not even done yet. No, no, I know. By 9th century, Christianity had spread to the Celtic lands, where, you know, traditions blended, as all things seem to blend, right? In 1000 AD, the church made November 2nd All Souls Day, a day to honor the dead. Then at the time, historians say that they were probably trying to get the Celts to not do their Sohim tradition and instead do the Christian All Souls Day instead, Mm. you know, be it officially sanctioned by the church himself of Mm. the Pope. All right. That's how I know it's good. All Souls Day was celebrated like every great Christian way of mimicking the rest of the world uh, with big bonfires, parades, and dressing up in in costumes as saints, angels, and devils. Okay? Saints, angels, and devils. Devils. This was a church-sanctioned holiday. Mm. The All Saints Day celebration was also called All Hallows or All Hallow Hallow Halomas, 
from the Middle English meaning All Saints Day. Hmm. The night before, it, you know, the traditional night of the Sahim in Celtic, so October 31st, then began to be called All Hallows' Eve, which we now call Halloween. Halloween. It's like some weird game of telephone. <laughs> and I'm just in there going, wow, that's for the name. That's so funny. It, it's like, that is crazy. Just kind of that seeing that tradition of things going on. And it was the Catholic church that introduced the dressing of angels, devils, devils and <laughs> saints into the, into the mix of things. I'm like, wow, how did we get that? How did we do that? That is imp- what happens when we try to be cool and relevant. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that is really interesting. Yeah. I, it, it, it really, you know, and obviously we've continued evolving the holiday now into where we go trick or treat, give me candy, mm-hmm. you know, sort of things like that. And obviously, over the years, things such as Wicca have, you know, blended into Halloween. You know, we have Halloween movies with Wicca and witches and all that jazz going forward. We have, what was the jazz hands for? Literally because you said the word jazz. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you have that. You have Jack Jack O'Lanterns, which that one has a weird story in and of itself, essentially. It, It has to be a legend. It's more of a legend than a like an actual history. Essentially, it's like an Irish tale of this Irish guy outsmarting the devil a couple times. And then when he dies, God essentially says, yeah, we don't want you up here. And the devil says, yeah, I don't want you either. So just interesting. Yeah. So in trying to think of what else. He said, it says when not the devil would not allow Jack into hell because God wouldn't and God wouldn't allow him into heaven. He sent Jack off into the dark night with only a burning coal to light his way. Jack put the coal into a carved out turnip and has been roaming the earth with ever since. <laughs> so a jack-o'-lantern now we have as a pumpkin used to be a turnip. A turnip. Why? The Irish began to refer to the ghostly figure as Jack of the Lantern. Jack of the Lantern. Which jack is now lantern. Jack-o'-lantern. So yeah, you have all those little weird things going on. It's just like, oh man. <laughs> huh? Yeah? I was just trying to think. I was like, Turnips aren't big. No, but he only had, he was given a coal. Yeah. Coal's not big either. And that's not going to get off a ton of light either. No. I was just thinking, I was like, how do we go from having a turnip to a whole pumpkin? Probably because they picked a fruit that was native to the land that's mm. in. And then when you come to America, guess what? Pumpkin's native to here. Is it really? Yeah. Hmm. Congratulations, America. Land. We're native pumpkiners. <laughs> Sick. You know, that's just a quick brief history of Halloween. And, and, you know, a lot of people will go, well, because of these pagan, and, and I have met people, I know people personally, mm-hmm. they go, because of the pagan roots of the religion, or not the religion, the holiday, the holiday, can't support Halloween at all. I'm like, okay, it's one thing if you're asking me to make a, like a blood pact with you and, <laughs> and do a, like a Ouija board or stuff like that. It's another yeah. thing, like I said, little girl, I'm an angel. Give me candy. Yeah, right. That's like those are two completely different things. Yeah, I understand the origins 
of how Halloween came around. Now, obviously, there's a lot more to it than this. Mm-hmm. This is a very uh, history 101 for Aaron level. <laughs> okay. But I, and I understand that. But I also understand that in the current culture and context, it's not a, a worship of Satan in any way. No. And, and you'll hear people, and, and to, I have to be fair, you'll hear people who maybe were former Wiccans or something like that, or former devil worshipers, and they're, go- and they're going around like, did you know that by doing this in Halloween, you're worshiping the devil? I'm like, no, not really, because I'm not worshiping the devil. Right. <laughs> now, I get, I, I get it where it might be triggering for you because that's maybe an act that you used to perform and you used to do mm-hmm. in that old lifestyle that you have since walked away from. And I get that. But that doesn't mean that little Susie is doing that. That doesn't no. mean by me participating in an activity, as long as it is not directly sinful, that I'm participating in something evil. No. I, and that, that's what drives me nuts sometimes. And so I was like, I think we need to have a full understanding and context of what the history of, the, of Halloween is, but at the same time, we also need to have that understanding of what do different actions mean and not mean. Yeah, I mean, if I'm doing food sacrifices for my ancestors to come, I think you should sit me down and have some uh, talk with me. Be like, hey, what are you doing? You're doing something that is not Christian, is not appropriate. It's something that you should not be doing. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like going to a Halloween party, not getting drunk, not doing drugs, just dressing up, not and, and, spirits, you know, not. And when I say, you know, dressing up and I'm not doing something that's, I guess, in costume land, there's certain things I consider, I guess, like not an issue. And then some things like Freddy Krueger, where it's the whole thing behind him is murder. I'd be like, eh, I think we need to have a conversation about that. Mm. You know, so I'm, I'm not saying like every costume is, hey, you can wear anything. I'm not, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not throwing a, a white wash over this. I'm saying there's some things that's like, eh. Yeah. I need to understand it more. Ultimately, it comes down to, am I doing something that is directly against God's word? Because you know what's not anywhere in God's word, to be honest? that There's no thing that says, thou shalt not wear a costume to a party. <laughs> now, you cannot, yeah. <laughs> there's things about saying like, hey, you know what? Dress modestly. You know, so that rules out. Sorry, Aaron, you can't wear the sexy nurse outfit. Don't tell me it. Modesty has changed with the times. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just because it's called sexy nurse, that I, I think that tells you what it means. Okay. <laughs> so you know, the, the, yeah. So in that regard, I'd be like, hey, hey, we need to have a conversation. First off, why mm-hmm. nurse? Second off, <laughs> yeah. Put some clothes on. <laughs> you know, but if you're going, I don't know, let, let's pick the lamest costume ever. What? A drummer. I'm kidding. I want to see your reaction. No. No, it'd be a, a from, what was it? How I Met Your Mother. Oh, jeez. I don't know. The main character, Ted, one year went as a hanging, a hanging Chad. A hanging Chad? Do you remember the hanging Chad incidents? No. It would have been, was it the 2000 presidential election with the paper ballots down in Florida 
and there was a debate on where the on where the vote should be counted because this was back in the day when you like had to like punch the paper ballot mm. and there was a little hanging piece of paper so there's a debate of that that should be counted or not it was a hanging mm. chad <laughs> so anyways that that would be like the lamest costume i've ever seen on a tv show or in person <laughs> is someone going as a hanging chad ballot sounds great that one gotta be like yeah you can go there you're gonna be beat up but you can go there <laughs> So I feel like the only costume that I really I have is my Corey mask. And yeah. that's just for my face. Yeah. What does Corey represent? A vocalist. Okay. Yeah, I have other than that, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I get why people wouldn't want to celebrate Halloween. And I'll say this. If your conscience is such that you go, I cannot celebrate Halloween in good faith and good consciousness because of these particular components and history of it, mm-hmm. then don't. That's fine. Yeah. The last thing I would ever say to someone is, do something that's against your conscience. Suck it, up it, and it, do it, it, man. Whatever, you're fine. No. <laughs> that, being, that being said, mm-hmm. if someone else around you that you know does partake of this holiday, mm-hmm. even though it's against your conscience and their conscience is clear about it they're mm-hmm. like i i don't care about it you know I'm, I'm not being convicted about it and they're not doing something that is blatantly sinful mm-hmm. they're not freddy krueger you know pretending to murder kids oh. <laughs> you know <laughs> what if you just want to dress up like him at a party you don't have to go out and murder children i said pretending i didn't say he's <laughs> actually <laughs> well okay yeah don't actually do well, obviously, don't do it. But <laughs> but if you're Freddy Krueger, you know where it's it, it, it embodies. Freddy Krueger cannot be anything else than Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger is always going to be tied to that murder. That he's never going to be lovable, happy Freddy Krueger. You're not going to see chibi Freddy Krueger. Do you even know what that means? Chibi? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. We're not even going to start. Right now. <laughs> Um, it, it's a let me put real quick. It's a Japanese art style where they take something maybe like a, a pitcher or yeah. Freddy Krueger, but then they turn them into a smaller, like small body, big head, cute oh, version. Okay, a cute and cuddly kind of yeah. whatever. And yeah, there's never gonna be a cute and cuddly Freddy Krueger. I mean, maybe. <laughs> okay, so all that being said, you know. You would still say you would celebrate oh, Halloween. I, mean, I guess I do. Is that celebrating Halloween? I don't know. Would you hand out candy to trick-or-treaters? Would you go to a costume I'll party? I'll say, if anything, I don't think I would see myself handing out candy to... Although... No, yeah, I probably... I've, I've, well, obviously, I've never done it yet. Probably would never care to, just because I don't want to. Um, but as far as going to like a fun, like little costume party, sure. Okay. So you would celebrate Halloween. Okay. I guess. I don't know. It makes me think because people have costume parties at other points of times of the year. I obviously do it now on Halloween because everyone's wearing a costume right. now. But I mean, there's been costume parties that have been held outside of Halloween time. So I don't know. So, so you would go and still celebrate Halloween. I've not. 
is that celebrating? If you're if you're giving out candy or if you're going to a Halloween party or one of the other many of Halloween traditions, yes. And that's fine. I don't care. I'm just asking. I just, uh, it seems so weird to consider it celebrating, but I mean, I guess I definitely go to a Halloween. Well, I would I would definitely go to a costume party potentially okay. if I have. Well, I have Corey. That's all I need is Corey. Okay, so you would do that. Heck yeah! And you would still bring a Christmas tree inside the house, even though it's druidic, sympathetic, pagan, sympathetic magic. If I felt up to it, yeah. Okay. If I'm not too lazy to bring a tree in the house, all right. <laughs> but but you wouldn't have an objection to it. No. Okay. Because I've only seen it as a decoration. Interesting. Yeah, and that's how majority of Americans have seen it, and well, modern world has has yeah. seen it. They don't see it in that old way of where it it kind of started from. Yeah. See what's what I found interesting while doing the reading and research and, and just going through this process as well was so in. The Christian tradition. Mm-hmm. In fact, we're even commanded in the New Testament to be baptized. Mm-hmm. Do you know where baptism started from? Where they started originating that? Where they started originating baptism? Yeah. What do you mean? Or- the first recorded instance of baptism. Wasn't the first one. Yeah. Who was the first one? Wasn't it done by John the Baptist, though? Well, that's in the New Testament. Oh, it goes even farther back. Yeah, and this is what I found interesting. And and I was like, wow, is this true? And then I was doing more digging. And then um, Mike Winger, he's a, a, a pastor out of California who's mm-hmm. actually not crazy. <laughs> like, he's actually very sane. He has some very good sermons. So there's more than, more than one, yep. thankfully, out there. He and you know, I had read this and I was like, wow, this is weird. I need to do more research. And then he brought this same thing up, and I was like, okay, this confirms it at least that I'm getting it from multiple sources. The first recorded baptism in a religion, was, oh, in a religion, yeah, was done in Babylon. So it wasn't an original Christian thing, it was a, a thing that was other religions did as well. And his point that he brought forward was. So you're if he's like if you're saying that celebrating Halloween or Christmas in any way celebrates the original origin of it, he's like then you're telling me that being baptized celebrates the original Babylonian deities in pagan religion. He's like that doesn't compute. It's not logical. It's not right. And I was like, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. What? Interesting. In the morning now, I guess. Yeah. And I'm not saying, so do not uh, misconstrue any part of this as me saying that, you know, baptism is tied back to Babylon and therefore it's part of it. No, we, the Christian religion, Christianity has taken baptism and made it its own meaning and its own thing and its own thing. So Mm. I'm not saying being baptized means that you're identifying back with the Babylonians at all. Mm -mm. Completely separate. Not even tied together. Whoa. I guess, no, yeah, John the Baptist was the first to, well, the he, he, one to baptize Jesus. Yeah. And, that, and that's where what baptism really started heck? and became a major component of the Christian of, religion. Right. But it all started back. The, the, it, in other words, 
baptism, the act of baptism, wasn't this new concept that no one had ever seen before. Mm -hmm. It was something that they had at least known about. They might not have practiced it because it was associated with Babylon. Babylon Babylon and Israel did not get along too well, in case you don't remember. Wow, what the heck? What the heck? That's wild. I don't know why that's so wild to me, but it is. Well, it is because... We think, especially in the Christian world, you know, that baptism is a sacred thing, whether you, you believe in being immersed or water on the forehead or whatever, what don't, you know, we're not going to get into that debate of which is the proper way to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. But regardless of what you believe in that regard, you also identify it as something that is uniquely Christian related to that. Mm -hmm. And then to be like, wait, the, the practice of this started back here. Oh boy. What? <laughs> Wow, I guess and I, I never, I guess I never crossed my mind because I, I'd imagine if Christianity was the first to start baptism. Yeah, I would imagine people there'd be a lot more people being, well, why do we have to do this? That's weird, kind of thing. But there's, I it wasn't a hundred percent foreign to them. Yeah, it was already something that was out there well at least the idea of being baptized yeah what the heck and this is why it's important to understand and realize the history in the context of rituals of holidays of things not so that you go oh i'm do i'm performing this pagan thing because i bring a tree inside or i dress up little Susie as an angel but to realize that others may try to associate the two together. And by you knowing the history of how it has changed over the years, you realize that what we're doing now is nowhere near what this was originally intended for. You know, how it originally started. Traditions and holidays change over time. That's mm -hmm. a fact. That's We can all agree on that little part. It's how much does it change is the question. <sighs> See, it's a Saturday and you're learning something new. I'm going to go celebrate Halloween hardcore. And how are you going to do that? I don't know. <laughs> are you going to dress up as an angel and go to someone? Check or treat. <laughs> I'm too old for that. <laughs> I would expect that person to give me a razor blade in my candy. Dress up as a salesman and go to my mom and ask for candy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you connect the dots? <laughs>